Welcome to the Ben Wade Podcast, where we are bridging the gaps between able-bodied and disabled people through real talk and real conversations from a wheelchair. Now, here's your hosts, Luke and Chris. Yeah, so that was one nice Sam Mitchell, and I run the podcast, Autism Rocks and Rolls, and it is about autism and how we cope with daily struggles that you may or may not understand. I'm nearing 8K downloads. I've had big guests on the show, such as Temple Grandin, Mick Foley, and as we were talking about earlier, Rob Van Dam. So I've had him, and I'm interviewing, I'm nearing 10 to downloads, and I've done this since October 2019. That's pretty that's, awesome, man. That's cool. How did you get into doing podcasting? It was after I joined my high school's media club, and ever since then, I fell in love with it. So I fell in love with the podcasting, and I decided to continue my media skills. And that's when I decided the only way I needed to continue it was to start my own. And that was when Autism Rocks and Rolls was born. That's dope, man. That's so dope. Yes, yeah, it's, it's cool. And how old are you? First. 19. Cool. Dang. 19. Dang, dude. That's cool. I like that. Young and up and coming, huh? And you you have autism, right? I guess so. So uh-huh. how is it? Yep. Uh, so how how is that like when how what am i trying to say here what was it like growing up like yeah. what were some of the challenges <laughs> you faced with having autism like growing up as a young kid what was that like going through school it was definitely a challenge for school i mean i had great teachers but socially it was a bit of a different ball game it was definitely a hard time for me um i had a lot of anxiety going into school. I basically had panic, I think, a couple of panic attacks before I went to school. Um, I was very blunt. I didn't really know how to communicate with others or follow their trends or whatever the TikTok challenge was of the month or anything like that. <laughs> and so how did you overcome that, though? How did you overcome the anxiety, some of those fears and stuff like that, those difficult challenges? Probably I just kept my head down and just went along with what I did. And doing that, I didn't make some friends along the way. And I think I, sur- at least I survived and I didn't graduate. So I did something right. Yeah, you're doing good, man. That's good. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, so doing it, putting your head down, like, how was that? Still trying to be yourself, but like, make same with the crowd. Like, how, how was that? Like still, um, I guess I mixed in with the crowd. I really, I really didn't mix in with the crowd. To be honest with you, I just did my own thing, and if it worked out, it worked out by mixing in the crowd. And if it didn't, it didn't, and I just went along by doing my own thing. I get that because it's, it's important to keep your yourself to your authenticity. Yeah, you got to stay true to yourself for sure. Yeah. So, where are you originally from, man? Where are you born and raised at? Uh, Indiana. Indiana. That's cool, man. We had a friend from Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know too much about Indiana, but we had a we had a buddy from Indiana that used to hang out with us sometimes. Yeah. And all that. So but cool. So you still residing in Indiana? You still living there? Yep. That's cool, man. That's cool. I, I visited states, but I haven't left. I haven't left home. <laughs> well, that's good, man. 
I heard that. So outside of um the podcast, what do you do like with the awareness for um, autism? I speak for about it. I've spoken in Oklahoma uh, late last month, and I'm going to speak in Canada and Orlando this month. I mean, not this month, a couple months, May, excuse me. But um, that's what I'm doing. I also offer a lot of other services. I sell merchandise. I offer ad space, podcast coaching sessions, and anything else I can do to help out the autism community. And I've done a lot of local events. I've participated in a cast for kids where many people with other with abilities went fishing. And then I've also helped out a local wrestling show out with the media, which I've always wanted to do. So that's been a privilege. Not WWE, I wish, but it wasn't WWE. It was just a local wrestling show. That's awesome, man. You got your hands in a lot. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, let's talk about this love for wrestling, though. Yeah, well, how'd that get started? <laughs> oh, really? Well, uh, I can go on a tangent about that, but the wrestling had happened when I was just scrolling through the channels and I was watching my first match, which was, I think, Sheamus versus Wade Barrett. It's been a long time ago. So I've loved it since then, and my parents were expecting me to grow out of it. Nope, I haven't grown out of it. I just love it since because the characters create confidence that I wanted to play. Didn't have confidence back then, but these, I didn't care if they were like bad guy or face or villain heel. They played confidence, and that was something I didn't have. So I want to play these confident characters so I could feel confidence for once in my life. Maybe not permanently, but temporarily. Right. No, I definitely I definitely see that. But a lot of coaches kind of tell you to like to play an act sometimes, like an actor sometimes to get into that confidence and Yeah, fake it till you make it. You yeah. Know? And you gotta do that though. But who's your who's your favorite wrestler though? I've already interviewed Mick Foley. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. I got you. Well, mine is Shawn Michaels, so I grew up a big Shawn Michaels fan. Yeah, I was a, I was a big Shawn Michaels fan as well. Man, those are the pretty days. good. Pretty but good. Mick, man, I'll tell you, you ever get him on, he's great. He's a great guy. He really is. Well, we may need your help. I'll be down to have Mick Foley on. I love him, Mick Foley. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. He's I, real genuine. Go on his website, find his, find his public agents. Try to go through them. Okay. Oh, that's how you did it? Uh, no, we had we got through a surprise. It was through another wrestling podcast called the ANC, and uh, they got to um, help me out by meeting him. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, if, if you go to them, they may help you out. I don't know, but if you want Mick, go through his uh, booking agent. That's awesome. Or Jets. Yeah, we have to try something like that because I would love it. I'm a wrestling. Well, I haven't really watched wrestling like outside of like the Attitude Area area era right. but um every once in a while i'll turn it on and watch uh you know something and an old like pay-per-view match or something so yeah dude the classics are where it's at man oh yeah the action era to me was the best era of wrestling of all time absolutely yeah i love the attitude era and after that after the attitude era i kind of got away from it a little bit but um I was just at uh, the cigar shop and I was talking to a friend about, you know, who's in the Hall of Fame and who's not and, and why this person's not in it yet. And <laughs> um, so he brought up some names he, um, like Chris Jericho. Um, I haven't heard about Chris Jericho in a while. Yeah, dude. So. Dude's a legend. Um, 
How did you hear about our, our podcast? I found you on the Oh. I'm getting on so much I don't remember by the end. Yeah, honestly, like it, it kind of um bugged out a little bit so I did hear what you said. I I said I think it was matchmaker, if oh. I remember correctly. Okay, cool, okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I th- yeah, I think that's what you said it was, Lou. Because I'm on there sometimes looking for guests and everything like that, so that's that's cool. Um so I know you said you're doing a lot with, you know, in the community with people with autism, but do you see yourself like going into something more than the podcast? Like, uh, do you, I mean, do you have a, like a career or a, a job or anything? Or- um, hopefully the speaking gets grow. Yeah. I don't know, honestly, so far it's the podcast, I'm doing well at it, so might as well not stop. Right. So, but I really don't know. It's just, I'm taking this one day at a time and taking the life Life game, I guess, one day at a time. I hear that. That's all you can do, man. So when you started, how did you start? Did you, what was your plan? Did you say, I'm going to do this every week or every two weeks? Or like, how did you even start like to get like your first sponsor? No, I did want to do it every uh, The first sponsor really came through uh, someone we met. Uh, uh, not a friend of mine, but someone who I went to school with, father. Um, heard, heard about me. I think stepfather actually. Um, heard heard about me and decided to, wanted to help out as much as he could. So that was really how. And then so others kept coming in, and we then we just passed around and got some through, and then some not. But that's how the sponsorship started. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's cool. Word of mouth is definitely the best way. Still. Yeah. Even with all that technology, man, word of mouth is the way. You know, are you on um, like social media pumping it up too? Yep, I'm on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Got my website, autismrocksandrolls.com. So definitely have, awesome. yeah, social media. If you think I'm there, I'm there. Except except Anchor. I think we don't we don't like Anchor for some reason. I think it's because <laughs> it's a pain in the butt. Yeah, I guess so. What, what do you what do you use? Um, like, what do you use to um, to actually put your podcast? Yeah, out put there. your what podcast platform out there? are you on? Uh, Podbean. Oh, Podbean. Okay, yeah, okay, they're a real big that. one. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with, it, but I've heard of it. Huh, it's all good. Yeah, I mean, hey, whatever works for you, man. Do you, do you go to college or like? Yeah, I'm in college. I go to my local school in uh, Bloomington, Indiana, and I, uh, I'm definitely uh, taking classes there for uh, media or uh, business. Okay, that's cool. Media or business. I mean, that's dope. I mean, at least you're you're going into the avenue that you're already in. You know, you're just gonna expand yourself. So that's good, man. Yeah, I figured I'd grow at something I know. Right, right. Yeah, go to go to school for something you're passionate about. That's smart. You know, something that's actually going to help you. True. And so, what it, what's it been like going to college? Like now that you're out of high school and everything, and you've kind of been doing your podcast. 
and you, you seem like you've grown in yourself a little bit. You seem pretty confident now. So what's college been like? What's that life been like for you? Uh, college life, it's it's good some days. I'm, I'm doing virtual because of the, my circumstances is where I basically just don't drive in. And, but it's good. The classes, they're, they're, more adult, they're more adult likely, which they can shut their mouths, unlike high school. So you can definitely learn, I think, more there. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's definitely pretty good, I'd say. I'm taking a lot of information and I think I'm surrounded by some pretty good people, if I say myself. That's good, man. That's really good. I didn't like college at all. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I enjoyed like hanging out and I mean, there was some, a lot of life life lessons I've learned, but like, I just didn't like school in general. It just, in that moment, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've never been a big school guy myself. I love the experience. Yeah. The experience experience is cool. You don't tell my mother that she's a teacher and um, (laughs) she's the opposite. She's a schoolie or a school nerd, I guess is what you call it. Well, I mean, that's how it is sometimes, but I don't have a problem with school. I just, I mean, I'm a little older now, but like, I don't know, man. I just. It's not for everybody. I think, you know, everybody's got their own, their own uh, passions and desires. Sometimes it fits with school. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, Because I think I'm, I'm going to get into the media, a little media, a little bit more, but I don't know if I want to go to school for it. That's the thing, though. Success, you know, man, I'll tell you this. I have a little wisdom here the, on the Then Wait podcast for you. You know, success does not have to be college. I always just say that. Success does not have to be college. It can be the workforce, mm-hmm. um, trading school. Yeah. My, 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 my dad didn't go to college. He went to a trading school, and he's pretty successful, if I say myself. So success is what you choose to make out of it, honestly, and you can pick your own definition of success. Yeah, you're right That's about it, that. Man. You don't have to be defined by what the world says you got to do. And doing, and yeah, doing our you podcast. have to define yourself. Yeah. That's it. And doing our, our podcast. Well, I mean, we know that, but like, I think we're putting that uh, principle to use now. Yeah, exactly. That's for sure. Um, so we're starting to... We, we feel like we're successful already. Yeah. So. So. Are you, are you the only child? What? Are are you the only child? Yeah, I'm an only child. Okay. How's that though? Like, <laughs> I don't know how it is to be an only child. I'm the oldest of five, but I grew up with a bro- at least a brother all my life. Yeah. Oh, Lordy. Um, I would say being an only child, uh, I'm kind of glad because um, I guess they got the most attention out of everyone in the family. <laughs> so I guess you could say it was definitely more. Um, Enjoyable being the only child. Sorry, you got it. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. But sometimes I take the attention off of you where you can do what you want to do. Yeah. Or you get in trouble, you just blame it on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. He did it. Johnny did it. Yeah. That's funny, man. Especially the older brother. You know, then you could um, part wisdom, pass it down if you were the oldest. That'd yeah. be cool. That would be cool, man. So. So do you have anything like outside of the podcast that you do just for fun? Like hobbies uh, yeah, or anything like that? I definitely, uh, I'm a, definitely a big summer guy. So when, since it's sunny out, I definitely want to like just take off my clothes and go for a swim. I'll be honest with you. And we'll get on my bathing suit and swim, but um, not, yeah, my swim short, my swim trunks and uh swim, but definitely do that. I'm a big uh, 
traveler. I'm like travel outside of Indiana and go see new places and new areas I haven't seen before. And then, you know, I'm a big fan of pool, creative writing, and just enjoying the great outdoors, man. That's awesome. Cool. Or billers, I should say. Yeah. You pretty good at it? Yeah. Used to suck, but I think I learned the ropes (laughs) and my father uh, finally showed me how to do it pretty darn well. And I don't win all the time against them, but I definitely uh, occasionally uh, get some luck in and win a few shots. You just play against your dad, or you play like tournaments and stuff? Uh, I just play against my dad. So it's a, it's a we just had a lot as a family. So yeah, um, definitely I play a lot against friends and family, but not, not like in the league or that. Well, that's good, man. That's real good. That's cool. So um. I want to actually start to listen a little bit more to your episodes, but are you going to, like, incorporate, like, the autism? Like, are you going to do, like, events with wrestling, like, promoting autism awareness? You know, I I haven't considered that until you said something about that, (laughs) believe it or not. That is a great idea, actually. Mm -hmm. I think think that it would be cool to do that because a a lot of people love wrestling. They do. Um, a lot of people have that in common and I don't know what that means for you, but that be dope to do that. Yeah. I mean you've already Yeah, you've already... that would be that would be really as dope and something I could work out maybe. I I got my connections, so I could probably work that out or somehow. But I'll keep that in mind. Well definitely if you do, man, let us know, email us and Yeah. If we real. can support it any type of way. We will if we can. That'd be dope, man. You, t- you take your two biggest... Y'all uh, are from Ohio, right? No, no we're, we're actually... Good. We're from Cleveland, Tennessee. Oh, Cleveland, Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oops. <laughs> well, I'm a gala. If you want to drive down from Tennessee, Indiana, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> I think you would, but I'm, you're more than welcome to for a gala event. Well, shoot. One day... Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe one day, man. It might happen. We're trying to take this show on the road eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Go to other places and just have fun traveling and do stuff. Do you ever do that? Do you ever travel around and, like, do your podcast in different places, different locations? Yeah, that, but I've spoken in Oklahoma. Yeah, I have done that. And in the Canada and the Orlando. But sometimes when I'm just on a vacation, I'll, if it comes up, I'll promote it a bit. I have no shame in saying about, you know, I have autism. I ran this podcast. I run this podcast and yada, 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 yada. Right, right. We do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. We do it everywhere. We got business cards we hand out to everybody. It don't Mm -hmm. matter. Complete strangers here. Listen to it. Check it out. You got to, man. That's how you get out there. That's how you've grown your podcast and, you know, helped it to get where it's at. It's the only way you can grow it. Yep, exactly. So you say you've been to Canada. How was that? I haven't been there yet. I'm going to be in May. Oh, are you? Cool, man. That's yeah, awesome. because I'm, it's a speaking gig, and I'm going to go see uh, also, because we're going to be right by it, Niagara Falls. Hmm. Oh, that's going to be cool, man. That should be a, a good one to see. Yeah, I'm a definitely a big uh, sightseer, so definitely, as I said, a big traveler. I'm a, my favorite thing to do on a, on a probably, though, a, uh, uh, a vacation is anything that involves adrenaline, such as ziplining, Riding a roller coaster, yeah. hopefully one day bungee jump, and hopefully one day skydive. I've been skydiving. It's pretty awesome. 
You're gonna Thanks. love it. You're gonna love it. Don't worry. I would never do any of that. I'm not gonna do the bungee jumping. Maybe I'm hesitant, but the skydiving was cool. It really was. Uh, you're like my mo- you're like you're like my mother. She ain't gonna do none of that stuff. She hates heights. <laughs> Sometimes I've had to drag her through a zip line. Look, yeah, I'm scared of heights. I don't want to jump off no plane, no cliff, no bungee. The bungee is worse because you jump, you got to go down, it digs yeah. back up, you got to fall again. See, that's why I don't want to do the bungee. <laughs> I'm not diving head first. You can say, oh, you jumped out of a plane. Yeah, but I'm going down body, we're talking about head first into the ground. At least if at least if I were to die skydiving, I'm dead. Hey, just do, hey, I don't, hey, just do this. This might help you out. Okay. <laughs> that may, <laughs> yeah, that'll help you out. Yeah, your arms get snapped into your face. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I got hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> I got enough adrenaline in my life to do that. Yeah. So. So when you talk about these speaking engagements, like when you're going to Canada in May, do you have like a topic that you consistently stick with, or is it different? Well, we have a let me put it this way: we have a great foundation of a speech, but we tweak it up each time because we mm-hmm. want to give the uh people who are in charge of the speaking gigs what they want sort of if that makes any sense we just want to give them some they want my childhood pictures we'll tweak that up a bit we'll put some childhood photos up there but the foundation is going to stay the same okay and so i mean what what is your what is your message when you're out there what what are you pushing when you're when you're speaking allow me right here um, well, I can turn it right way. <laughs> the mission of Autism Rocks and Rolls is to take the stigma off of autism and other conditions that many think are disabilities. People on the spectrum are not broken, not want to be fixed. Those who have conditions or abilities or mental health issues do not want to be pitied. There's nothing to be sorry about. That's awesome. That's what it is, pretty much. I, I love that. That's so dope. That's cool, man. How'd you come up with that? Uh, well, we're a nonprofit, we have a board. And we had to come up with a mission statement, and my editor really came up with that. That's good, man. That's really cool. So, do you have any questions for us or nope. what we do? Nope. Uh, and thank you guys for letting me be on. I appreciate it. Well, I mean, we got a couple of more little extra questions for you, but oh, yeah. sure. So, give me three. Three of your top wrestlers of all time. Oh, okay. The top three is number one, Mick Foley. Number two, Kurt Angle. Oh, good, good. Dang, I like that. I like that. And number three is because he's insane and he's sort of a Mick Foley, but not as hardcore, kind of. Uh, Shane McMahon. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's wow. right. He had it back in the day. He was crazy. So, I got a question. So, should he be in a Hall of Fame... As a wrestler, Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon, ooh. As a wrestler. That's, like, that's, a, that's uh, a hard, that's a hard call. I'm gonna let WWE pick that. No, because, but I want you to I want you to answer that though. Yeah, answer it. Give us uh, your honest opinion. Uh you think you know, dues? I'll have to say yes, because of what he did, because he could be successful either way. Yeah. Baby face, he could jump off the roof and be crazy, heal. He could basically be an arrogant SOB, but get the job done still with his striking ability. Yeah. He was, hey, he did have some athleticism to him. And not only that, he didn't have to do that. Like, he didn't have to go out there and do that. Yeah. So for, for him to kind of 
get down to that level and cut his teeth, you got to respect it. Yeah, that was, that was a conversation I had with a friend today because he was talking about Vincent Man being in the Hall of Fame. It's like, well, being an owner, he shouldn't, but his family really, as wrestlers, entertainers, the entertaining part, right. they really had a hand in yeah. um, some of this stuff. Right. I mean, they even did. Even Stephanie McMahon. Right. They, I mean, they put the blood, sweat, and tears in it. I mm. mean, to. I mean, so I don't know. That's their call, but I like. I think that's an interesting conversation here. I mean, even if he gets in, though, the argument's going to be, oh, he's only in because it's, you know, because of who he is. Yeah, so but you're going to have doubters everywhere. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's going to be an, it's going to be a constant back and forth. I get that, but so. yeah, I get that, but they did do a lot like not behind the scenes, but in the scenes. They like their position was pretty much right. behind the scene at first, but they did a lot right. on camera. Yeah. As far as entertainment wise. So mm-hmm. All right. That's it. You go over to question. Yeah, yeah. So just one question here. Kind of, I guess, what is your what is your greatest fear in life? And what would you say so far you're most proud of? Uh, well, fear, honestly, is going back down to where I once was once upon a time, which is being excluded, stereotyping, being the guy who no one wants to be around. But I'm, um, what I'm most proud of is getting to a person, getting to a place that actually, that actually where people want me now because, you know, I'm getting asked to go to the can or Orlando. That wouldn't have happened 15 years ago, right. and but now that I'm getting, now I'm getting asked, and they're actually wanting me. It's and not a feeling. I'm I'm not got used to it yet. It's, I don't know how to feel yet, and uh, it's unfortunate though. But when you're excluded and stereotyped your whole dang life, you don't know how to take positivity half the time. And this is a situation where you know I'm I'm happy for it. I wouldn't that'd be kind of dumb not to be happy for, but I don't know how to feel about being wanted. And not dead or alive. <laughs> That's a very good point, man. That's a very good point. So just to kind of wrap things up and thank you again for your time, what do you want people to take away from this conversation? Well, I guess it end with this. I always end it with this. I think, and this is going to sound a cliche, but I think this is true. I think the world could be nice and not be stupid. We get along perfectly. Well said. Yeah, well said, my friend. Well said. Well, thank you so much again for joining us. We do greatly appreciate it. It was a pleasure meeting you. Yeah, it was great meeting you, and thank you guys again. Yes, sir. You have a good one, man. We'll be in touch one day soon. All right. All right. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Then Wait Podcast. If you believe in what we're doing, be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast and check out our Patreon page. Don't forget that you have worth and value. And if you are ever in need of encouragement, feel free to connect with us on our socials.